What's up? It's Sammy, the Spanish Guy Guevara, and you, yes, you, right now, are listening to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling, a Hector's Wrestling World production. Welcome to episode two. Raymond, Mark, how you guys doing? Doing great, how are you? Good, 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 here. Yeah. Episode two. So we're over, we're over with the first one. <laughs> you only can get better from here. <laughs> Mark? Yeah. I think Rocking I, and rolling. Okay. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so let, let, let's go um, right into it. Um, any outside news, Mark? Oh, I mean, we got a lot of stuff. I mean, the big thing's really the injuries right now. Yeah. Um, you know, Liv Morgan, really unfortunate injury for her. Um, talking about, what, six months, eight months, possibly more. Wow. For that uh, shoulder injury, that was that Dakota Kai kick. And the crazy part is Dakota Kai tore an ACL. Yes. So it's double the injuries. That's right. I, I don't even know if they happened at the same time or around the same time, but that was a brutal kick, which seems to now have led to two injuries. And, of course, the big one. <laughs> Mercedes Monet, who everybody know, knows me, knows how much I love her. Yes, that's, uh, that's your favorite. Again. Yeah. Also, um, known, the, also no, no, because a lot of people still don't know how switching her name. Also known as Sasha Banks. That's right. Yes, yes, Sasha Banks, which uh, you know the most overrated WWE star ever. But anyway, <laughs> um, you never want to see anybody get hurt, regardless of how much you know, like somebody, not like somebody. It's just crazy. Three big injuries in the past week. Hers yes. was an ankle, so a lot of. Interesting developments there, and who knows what the recovery is going to be. Yep, yep, yep. Um, before we get into anything else, I, I, I've heard a lot of couple of other podcasts and everybody. They're trying their best not to say a certain name, so I want to start off saying the name right away. CM Punk. And, and we, <laughs> we can just move on. And a lot of people just are tired of talking about him. I don't. Can we do this last week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to do this until collision, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll work from there. Um. Let's go into um, NXT because every time I looked up on my screen to watch NXT, all I saw was Raymond. He had like the best seats ever. <laughs> so how was NXT this week? NXT was awesome. I mean, um, live is definitely better than on, on TV half the time. Uh, definitely like how Dijak and Dragunov uh, just kept going at it uh, throughout the night. And... My favorite so far, I think right now, is going to be uh, Eddie Thorpe. I think he's going to be someone you're going to see a lot more of. And Luca, Cruci- was it Crucifrano? I can't say his name correct. But anyway, the lawyer of NXT. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, have to, I have to say that um, I wasn't impressed with any shows this week. It's, I have to agree with that. So. Yeah, especially for, for it to be like the go-home show and everything. I really wasn't impressed. Um, Raw started with Cody getting attacked by Brock. That that's always fun. Um, I like Becky on the on the mic. She's a she's she's a bad woman on the mic. I think she made um, Trish look really horrible. Um, Trish doesn't look really good. Doesn't sound good. I guess I should say. On the, on I'm the, saying on, that was almost blasphemy right there. Saying Trish doesn't look good. That, yeah, that's... yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I almost choked. If you notice. I have to watch what I say. No, on the mic, her skills are really bad. Let's just hope she has a really good match on Sunday. But um, oh, I also heard, I totally forgot, um, Impact. They have a pay-per-view also this week. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> so so we're talking wow. about, oh, oh, I'm not going to watch it. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I 
great great talent there and everything, but yeah, I can't. That's, someone did the math. Twenty one hours of wrestling this week. Lordy. Shows and pay per views and yeah. No, I'll agree with you though. There there wasn't really like nothing that really stood out to me in terms of overall shows this week, but man, Dijak and Dragonov. That that was hard hitting. That was spectacular. I mean that, that blew everything out of the water. Like nothing came close. Now granted I love seeing Sabu for some odd reason. I, I don't understand how him Adam Cole could have even met unless it was at like a convention where Sabu had a table in the corner near the bathroom and Adam Cole had a bathroom. You know, what I mean like that that to me would be the only way that it would have been friends. That's and even then, I don't know, Sabu might have asked him for like twenty bucks. But outside of that, Dijak and and uh, Dragonoff I can't wait for that match this weekend. It, oh my god, that, that was some good stuff. It was. I have to go back to the Sabu part. As he was introducing the, all the catchphrases, I kept saying, why? 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 <laughs> I didn't understand the connection. I don't, and I think a lot of people felt the same way. I, I just don't understand why he would come out. If you're looking, you have to bring Undisputed back. You can't bring them all back. So it's still uneven. So Jericho still has the what's the right word the, I guess the more power but I mean so he needed a big muscle too early to bring Goldberg or anybody but yeah Sabu I just, half of um Jericho's crew didn't even know who he was I thought that was some bad acting like that's a legend coming down and they're like Jericho who's that you know him like <laughs> I, I just thought it was a really bad segment and everything but but I think the biggest news is that Collision was announced. The premiere show is in Chicago, the home of <laughs> CM Punk. So he has to show up. That they is... better hope the, uh, the ticket sales are going to jump out yeah. that announcement. I just hope he doesn't show up. Uh, uh, he premieres that day. I hope he shows up Sunday or anytime before because it's not a surprise no more. So it's not like, oh, uh, Big surprise, look who showed up. No, we all know he's going to be there. So let's just see him before that and hype it up then. What well, doesn't show up? He is going to show up. That's what. He's going to show up. Before it was the whole thing about Ace Steel and all of that, and, and he didn't want to be, be there if they didn't let Ace Steel come back. But dumb announcing Chicago, they had a backup plan to do it in Florida. If CM Punk wasn't going to show up, them announcing Chicago. He'll be there. I won't be there, but he'll be there. <laughs> but yeah, um, so what we have this Saturday, we have Night of Champions. Let's go down the lineup, and then let's go through some predictions. Let's start off with um Becky and Trish Stratus. Who you got, Raymond? Uh, I think Trish. Yeah. Um, they're going to stretch the storyline. Becky's not going to get it right away. So my pick is Trish. Okay. Mark? Um, I think we're going to go with Trish. I, I think we're getting a best of three. I think that's what we're going to end up going to. We're going to have Night of Champions, then Money in the Bank, and then SummerSlam. Like, even though I don't think that's the ideal way to go about it, I feel like that's the route they're going to go. Gotcha. Yeah, and I'm going to have to go agree with both of you and say Trish because I don't, I don't feel like she's going anywhere. I don't think this is just her losing and disappearing again. So I say she wins, and, and let's... Stretch this out. So let's go into Bianca and Oscar. Raymond. 
So my biggest thing right now is I feel like this is just like a overhyped house show. So I'm gonna give it to Bianca because half the time nothing major happens overseas. So I'm gonna go Bianca. All right, we could disagree. All right, Mark. Um, I, I don't think they're taking away the title from Bianca to give it to Oscar. I really, I, I think there's gonna, there's a, a bigger game plan for who Bianca is gonna eventually drop it to. Um, my, my bigger thing is trying to predict what color uh, mist that Asuka's going to use. That's what I'm more concerned about. As long as she doesn't, as, as long as she doesn't use on um, black, because I heard each each color means something different. So black, really, is, yeah. If you research like Great Muda and his mist and all that, black means death. He's only used it. I think I think once. I, I, I should have did better research. I forgot the wrestler. He did it. And supposedly we don't see that wrestler no more because Black Miss is deaf. Each, oh. each Miss is different things. So Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, what, yeah. what does blue, blue represent, though? She's know. been using blue lately. I don't know. Raymond, I'll do some research right now. Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Black is deaf. Like, he, you get shot with the Black Miss and that's it. Your career is over. That's like being buried alive by The Undertaker. So while while Raymond's doing that, um, I'm going for Oscar. I say she wins. Right. Let's let's go a little crazy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. Blue miss. Oh, there you go. Other cards are used. Blue sends the opponent to sleep. There you go. Yellow paralyzes the opponent. Green. Uh, obscures the opponent's vision and apparently causes great discomfort. So I guess that's the peppermint because she was green recently. Does it say black? That would make sense with... Uh, it does not say black. Oh, see, that's how bad it is. They don't even talk about it. it. It's, it's, it's death. So let's go with now Cody versus Brock. Raymond. Ooh. This one, I... I think this one's easy. I don't know. This one can go either way. I, I Because it's like, I want to say Brock, right? Because I feel like Brock already did the job, so he has to get his rubber band so that they can do one more time. Uh, so I, I'm going with Brock on this one. Yeah. Mark? Um, Tough call. Like, like, I, I think they're going with the, the Cody hurt route because I, I think you have to give Brock the win. Brock's kind of... If Brock loses two in a row to Cody... Again, this is all the whole. I feel like WWE is going to a constant circle, which one thing I'm really not like. I feel like they're going for these best of threes yes. type style formats, and I think that's what we're going towards with this too. So I think you have to give us Brock. Yeah, I go with Brock. I, there's no way Cody could win this with one arm. He's not fighting a regular guy. He's fighting the Beast. He's fighting Brock Lesnar with one arm. He beats Brock with one <laughs> arm. Brock might might as well disappear for like two years. So yeah, I'm go- I'm going with Brock. He wins this, and we run it again at, at um Money in the Bank. I mean, if he disappeared, at least he has Sable to come home to. So I, that's a positive. That's true. That's always a good thing. Um, I refuse to call this guy by his new name. You guys should call him whatever you want. I'm gonna call him Walter. It's Walter versus <laughs> Ali. Ali. Who you got? Me, yeah, I got the Ring General. Gunta, a.k.a. Walter. Yes. This, this, I'm sorry. This is some people I just refuse. Like, I still call Butch Pete Dunn. I still got Walter. <laughs> I still call them pay-per-views. 
So yeah. Anyway, Mark. Um, well, first of all, I love Samantha Urban announcing Gunta's name because it actually she does like an, an outstanding job. Yes. Um, somehow Mustafa Ali wins in the crown of the title. I'll give every listener that listens to this podcast and responds to that actors Instagram a dollar. Like literally every person will get a dollar. Awesome. I'm putting that out there. So save up I am so confident, and we and those that know me, I don't <laughs> lose money easily. So so save your two dollars. come on (laughs) yeah um i i can't see ali winning i'm shocked that he's in this match i guess because of the the location maybe but um yeah see that's what i don't like about the match personally it's uh territory booking almost well yeah i mean that's that's everywhere look at montreal and and everything else but um yeah i would have i would prefer bronson reed that would have been what they call a banger. But yeah, let's skip that. I would have been Doink the Clown, actually. There you go. That would have been a little exciting and funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. The last two are kind of important. Seth versus Styles. What you got, Raymond? Uh, I thought I was... I'm back and forth on this. I thought I was... Me the too. I thought I was 100% yeah, sure I, on I, one. And then after that last promo, I was like, I'm not sure no more. But no. I think I'm going to give it to Seth. Um, I think that the way they did his uh, little promos for the weekend, they're pushing his story of where he's come from, from NXT to the main event wrestle. Well, he hasn't had the main event wrestle, but still did. Uh, I think this one is going to go to Seth. Okay. Mark? Well, they're they're billing this new world title as the Workers Championship. Yep. I feel Seth with again I had all the background stuff. Seth, I can see possibly doing like open challenges week after week and giving people opportunity to show that it's the Workers World Title. Um, because obviously Gunther, I think they're going to save for really big matches for his IC title until we eventually get the Gunther Seth Rollins World Title match. I I feel that that seems more logical because Styles being on SmackDown. I, I him with the OC. I feel like there's a lot more to do there that doesn't need the world title. There's a lot of potential feuds you could have, um, whether it's with Karrion Cross, whether it's with um, Theory. There's a bunch of different things that he can do, and then with OC, with the whole possibly with the Bloodline, there's a whole bunch of things he can do. He doesn't need the title, right? Yeah. Plus, if he wins the title, that means the OC and Styles moves to Raw. And that's a big change for them, but yeah. This, for me, this was all for Seth until those last promos. It's just like they're like almost treating him like Cody. They're pushing him down everybody's throat. And then they, they even had like AJ Styles promote Seth in those promos. How he was saying that Seth is the future and and so on and so on. So it, just, it made even like AJ Styles look bad. So I can see a big shock and AJ wins. But then, like I said, you want to take that whole crew. And move them to Raw. It, I say Seth wins it, but I don't know. Just the, those promos just got to me. Like it was like a whole Cody Rhodes flashback. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Now the tag team match. If this is the main event, I say we get a big shock and a big title change. If it's not the main event, then it's just gonna be a regular match. But yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus versus the Bloodline, Roman Reigns and Solo. Wait, before we even... So, wait, 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 I'm sorry. 
um, <laughs> I, I saw a clip because they, they filmed already SmackDown. So as we're talking about SmackDown's filmed already, and I saw a picture, and the picture had Roman holding the tag team titles and his universal belt, and it looked really cool, just to say. Roman with four belts looks really nice. Anyway, who you got, Raymond? Yeah, um, I, I saw that picture as well. Uh, I would like to see Roman win, believe it or not. Because like you said, it does look really cool and shows like an extra level of dominance to go into his history for these thousand days. Um, my only concern is that he may not be wrestling so much. So I mean, the tag titles and the tag team suffer. So with that, I'm going with Kevin Owens and Seth. But they don't have to suffer for that long. I mean, they, he could win it and lose it in a month. I I, mm, uh, I don't know if he loses then it's like it starts to build maybe I well yeah there's, there's a lot going on it starts but, to crumble but before we yeah. get to the crumble which should be our next topic um, predictions for Mark so I think this is actually the toughest match to predict out of them all yes um, because you know it's gonna go Roman and Solo versus the Usos you, you know that's where this is headed probably for money in the bank um, because I I think Roman's I think we're gonna end up having Roman and Solo win the titles. Yes. I'm breaking up, my apologies. Yeah. Uh, I can't control technology, sadly. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I think Roman and Solo do get the win here, but I, it's still no matter what, you're getting them versus the Usos, which will be the big attraction at the next pay per view. So Okay. Still it's awesome. I I I didn't I didn't like I I just told uh, Raymond that. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, like I said, losing a month, which would be uh, money in the bank. I can see that happening. Especially, like I said, if they save, since Roman's the big star, if they save him for the main event, I definitely see a title change. And plus, it's what I want. I would like to see Roman solo. <laughs> plus, now let's go into the big breakup. The way on SmackDown was last week. Roman upset again at the Usos. He bumps into Solo. He looks like he's scared of Solo. Almost apologized for bumping into Solo. I mean, Solo's a bad man. I think Roman noticed that. Uh, so I, I, the breakup, everyone was worried about Jay. It might be Solo. I, I could potentially see that. Um, I hope they don't break up the bloodline. Honestly speaking, I feel like it needs to maybe have like a fracture, but I don't think they need to break them up. Well, in the last, I think they're at the hottest thing right now. In the last interview that Roman had, remember, he said this is just the third inning. So, in his head, there's a lot more to be done with the bloodline. And this, I would like to see a female in the bloodline. But, we'll see. Mark? Man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what we're, we're going to get out of this. I, I, I don't know. Uh, but that's a good thing. It, it means they're throwing us off. It means we have to be invested in it. I think we end up getting uh, the breakup because I think Jimmy and Jay are going to end up doing a uh, their own, I think, possible singles runs or something. You, you got you got to you got to develop these guys. They can't just be tag team guys forever. Hmm. You could get the uh, interesting Roman defending the world title against Jimmy and Jay in a triple threat, which I feel would be an outstanding idea for something like SummerSlam. Okay, but what happens with Solo? Why not make it a forward? You could. You absolutely could. Um, I'm just thinking that Solo maybe might be in the corner of Roman instead, and then you eventually possibly get Roman and Solo down the road when he sees what he did to his own family once he has no use for them anymore. Right. 
And I would like to see you know, something that. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just like, I keep seeing Nia Jax training. I would like to see her show up. Especially with the OC and their female. And and, and it seems like everybody has a female in their, their crew now. Why not the bloodline? Nia, let's bring back Nia Jax. That would be actually pretty good. I was just going to say with Solo, I'm surprised they haven't put a belt on him yet because this is show dominance for the bloodline. Like the United States Championship or wherever it is, they put a belt on him already. But I guess that that goes with the old saying like um some people don't need a belt, and like I said, Solo's a bad man. He just stands there, doesn't talk. He reminds me of an old crow thing. <laughs> just stand there, serious, and people are scared. But we have yeah. to. Everyone has to admit. Some people, some wrestling fans, they just can't. They're always in a rush, and they're already talking about the tide of the bloodline. This has to be one of the best stories ever. I have to go back to maybe Sting. I, I think this whole Sting, Sting story that lasted a whole year of him just being quiet and pointing at people and all of that until the final showdown or the big showdown. Because, I mean, you don't make stories like that anymore. And this one right here with the bloodline, it goes way back. And it's I think it's great. It has me excited and finding, wishing what's going to happen next week. So, I don't know. Your thoughts. For me, it definitely takes me to like Undertaker, Kane, Kane's Alive. Uh, I think it was like a two-year story, if I'm not mistaken. They kind of mentioned it here and there, and they built up to it. So definitely, I think the bloodline, the bloodline is going to be one of the greatest stories that they ever told uh, in the WWE. Wrestling in general, uh, like you said, Sting is definitely up there with the Crow. And yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Yeah, I know you, you're a big Taker fan. I don't really care about that brother story. Undertaker. <laughs> I agree, though. You know, I mean, Bloodline is probably going to be, I'd say, definitely top 10 best storylines of all time in pro wrestling. Um, well, for WWE-wise. I mean, there's stuff from Mid-South and, you know, all those other um, NWA and all ridiculous stuff. I mean, the Flair, the Flair and the Harley Race stuff, all kinds of things that you can definitely compare a little bit. But in terms of in-depth for this generation, probably the best we've had in yeah. at least a decade, at least in terms of long-term storytelling and just overall interest, like people being into it. I mean, look what came, came about it. Sami Zayn becoming, you know, a top-level guy, so to speak. Solo being introduced. Uso's going on to a different level where people actually see, like, Jey Uso as main event Jey Uso. And it seems like everybody around... You know, basically argue, but I see. I think that Roman's elevated a lot of people, even during the uh, matches that he's had. I mean, granted, the Finn Balor finish to this day bugs the living crap out of me. The uh, turnbuckle, but you know, can't can't be all the winners. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I I think it's uh, the best story in a very long time. I saw. Uh, I guess it was a meme. It had like a. It made the Bloodline story look like it was part of a Netflix special that's coming out. And I'm like, yes, I will watch that a whole bunch of times. A little miniseries on Netflix just about the bloodline. <laughs> yes, I will watch that. But all right, um, that was, I believe, wrestling this week. Like I said, it wasn't a, an exciting week for having so many pay-per-views. AEW did, did its job, though, because I wasn't sure if I was going to watch Double or Nothing, but I am going to order it. It got me hooked. So it, it did its job when it came to that. But besides that, for all the shows being go-home shows before the big show, wasn't that into it. And it wasn't 
Besides the whole, I like to sit down with Cody and Triple H in the locker room. I don't know if that was passing the torch or what you want to call that part, but that was good. But not really anything good that stands out like, oh, that was a great show. So I think we should move on and let's go into like personal moments. I know, Mark, you had like a personal like moment of meeting a favorite wrestler or... Yeah, no. Did I lose you? Yeah, I mean, I've had a few over the years. Um, I think my favorite, my favorite, you know happened? No, no. Did I break up? No, no, I'm listening. Oh, okay, I thought you said, I no, um, I think my, my, one of my favorites is actually when I met The Rock for the first time, and I literally was shaking from head to toe. Um, <laughs> he's like, take it easy, take it easy, it's okay, and it's like, what was I, like, 18 years old at the time, or whatever it was, but yeah, like, that I always remember, is like, man, I, I was shaking as if, as if, my life depended on uh, meeting The Rock in that moment. Nice. And he, he was a, a good guy? Oh, yeah. Spectacular. Um, nice as can be. Just waited until I actually could calm down a little bit and stop shaking so much. Nice. Find my stuff, took a picture. was nice as can be. See? The Rock's a great guy. He needs to come back. <laughs> Raymond, anything? Yeah, for me, um, I'll say on the particular meeting him was awesome, but Recently, uh, Rhea Ripley. Nice. So it was back in 2020, January, and I she was at an Evolve event. So NXT guys were allowed to go to the Evolve event. Long story short, I was wearing a bracelet. I don't know if she was looking at my tattoo per se or the bracelet, but I thought she was looking at the bracelet. So I said, hey, uh, you know, would you want me to buy this for you? you know? And she's like, yeah, what woman would turn down jewelry? And I started laughing. So I said, all right. So I ordered it on the Amazon. I tried to get to her at WrestleMania, but unfortunately, COVID. So I had it for many months. Fast forward, uh, I did a Zoom type of meet and greet with her. And we, I talked about it, and she, you know, me and her discussed it, and I found a way to get it to her. And when I gave it to her, I put a little note saying, hey, can you please wear this on TV? I didn't think she was going to wear it. And I probably said, yeah, you know what? She's going to probably throw it in the trash. <laughs> Went through a moment of depression. Uh, I, I was going through a bad depression in that November. But right before the war games or whatever it is, I put on the NXT. I was just feeling really down. And there she is wearing the bracelet. And I was like, oh, my God, she was wearing the bracelet. So that was really awesome. And then um, I commissioned my friend and my mom to do some artwork pieces for her. And she was at a house show in uh, Lakeland, Florida, last April. Did that for her. She did a video for my mom. And then I saw her at WrestleMania again. And she was like, yeah, I remember you. So now I feel like I have this connection. Um, But she is like the sweetest person you probably would ever meet. Nice. And the fact that even though she doesn't know what she did for me, she did something... So I can never, you know, thank her enough for that. That's awesome. Well, you guys kind of know, well, people that listen to this podcast don't know, but you guys know. I guess I'm a little biased. Mine will have to be John Cena. I end up working, winning a contest from Gold's Gym, trained with John Cena, and it was a great experience. And John Cena, I have to say, went out of his way to be nice to me. Um, after the workout, I felt he didn't have to do. 
he invited me back for dinner and we hung out in the bar drinking and everything and great nice perfect guy um and ever since then if i see him anywhere he remembers me we talk um yeah so that would be my experience it, it's a lot more uh, i'll i'll leave it at that but yeah i think he's one of the best guys he got everything he deserves and i don't know <laughs> mark you want to add anything to that or about Cena or just <laughs> we we go, we we can we, we, we spend the rest of the podcast talking about AEW and Sasha Banks if you like I don't know no uh, <laughs> AEW yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's a Sasha she, she got enough um, listening time on here um, but no Cena was always always been cool as anything for the most part from what I I've remembered over the years from running into I mean you, yeah I mean I I've been there when. Cena and Hector have had their uh, interactions, and Cena right away knows, like, hey, what's going on? As if him and Hector just saw each other the other day. <laughs> so I can vouch. Uh-oh. Um, yeah. All right. So um, before we wrap it up, I, I'm still excited about Collision. Oh, yeah, wait. Mark, you, you texted me something the other day about ticket sales. Yeah, I also mentioned a little earlier in the uh, – Podcast, but no, no one uh, was jumping on it. Yeah, um, that's why they're you doing probably breaking right up now that time. What was that? I said I think that's when you would break it up a little. So that probably we didn't get uh, to hear. Yeah. Nothing new. My, my technology not so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean Canada seems to be a very weirdly low market for them, which is strange. You would think in Canada they haven't been there really, so you'd think they'd sell. I I don't necessarily know why the sales are so low, but maybe Punk will help them out. But that's still alarming. Yeah, I'm almost because it's a Saturday thing or I, I what think, it is. But it's still I think alarming. it might have to be be a Saturday thing. I mean, it's a Saturday night. I mean, I don't know. It might not be a big a big draw for wrestling to go on a live show on a Saturday night besides a pay per view. CM Punk. Right. Hopefully, he can save them. But I'm I don't gonna, know. I mean, there's got to be house shows for Saturday night. If you do, if you're um, pulling the garden. The garden's selling out for the most part. Yeah. Again, two different things, but, you know, I, I think it's just the pro- I, they have to prove that Collision's going to be on par with Dynamite. That's the big thing. Yeah. Right now, Dynamite's a show. Rampage, for me, feels like NXT. So, so I think it'll, it'll be more just like the rookies and upcomers. What's Rampage again? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's their version of NXT or their up, up and comers, I guess you could say. So, but Did you see the picture with Rampage? I think at least I saw it online where as soon as uh, Dynamite was done, everyone was starting to leave and well, it's only, only a few people still remi- remaining. I think it's always it's always been like that. Only in the beginning, people actually stood for Rampage. Now it's definitely like, yeah, it's time to walk out. It's time to go home, get to that parking lot before it gets crazy. But yeah. I remember but isn't Rampage... I'm sorry, I was just going to say, isn't Rampage still like his own individual event sometimes or they stop doing that now because they got rid of that uh youtube show well no i i i think they only did that maybe once or twice they would its own show but besides that it comes right after dynamite so so i don't know but right like i said the times i've gone it hasn't been worth to stay sorry to say if i see dynamite i'm walking right after dynamite finishes Sometimes I leave Mark in the arena and he can stay there. 
don't watch. <laughs> Listen, the last time it was at the Arthur Ashe, yeah. I, like the dream, it's like two hours. I, like, like, I can't do this. I stayed three matches. I grabbed my, my chair and left. I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. like I, I can't. I've worked tomorrow. And if you, get, if you get there early, that's three hours because you get the, the pre-show. And then, mm-hmm. and, you, and you, then you have to wait another like 10, 15 minutes for Rampage to start. And then you got two hours there. And no. Uh, on a Wednesday night, no thank you. So let's hope Collision does good because, like they say, competition is always best. But I guess that that's a wrap, guys. Episode two is done. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. See you around. Oh, wait, let's, start, let's start, let everybody know. Um, Sunday, we're going to have a special episode talking about whatever happened from now to Sunday, plus the two big shows from NXT and AEW. All right? So see you guys around. Talk to you guys later.